The middle age crisis is coming for you. Whenever a man switches from one decade to the other, some existential problems appear. For example, when you are a teenager and you turn 20, you start worrying about money, how you're going to pay your bills. You can no longer keep asking daddy for money, even though I know friends that they are still doing that and they are 40. But when you turn 20, you start worrying about your financial situation. When you turn 30, the situation is different. You are thinking about the family, about the house, the apartment. You are supposed to have a good position in a company. But when you are 40, the things is worse because you, re you realize that half of your life is already gone. And there is a high chance that you haven't accomplished the goals that you plan for you. There is a high chance that you haven't explored all the things that you haven't lived the life in the way that you wanted. And you know why? Because most of the people follow other people's instruction. That's why when they turn 40, they, they have like a crisis. It's like a, like a pressure ball, como una olla de presión. It's like a pressure ball that is going to explode and you need to relieve the ball so it can, you know, uh, release some tension, release some um, air. But many people don't know how to do it. And this crisis sometimes destroys their life. This crisis became like um, come in a different shape. Sometimes they start spending money in damn shit. They buy a fancy car, a sport car. They want to invite young women and go to different clubs. And it's not their age to do that. So that's why on this podcast, we are going to check how to get ready for your middle age crisis. And if you are younger, let's say that you are 20, Many principles, many tips that I'm going to share with you here are going to help you a lot. It's better to prepare for the crisis, for the 30 years old crisis and 40 years old crisis, that wait until it happens and it's too late. Before starting, I want to say thanks to the sponsor, as always, to me, inglesparacholos.com. If you want to receive all the wisdom directly from me, you can go to the website. And also remember to spread the word. Tell the people to go to Google Podcasts and Spotify, and they will find me with my nickname, Uncle Balta. The first tip I believe is learn to cash out, learn to take your profit. Many people, they apply delay gratification and delay gratification is good. What it means? It means that you work now to have the benefits in the future, right? So you sacrifice the present for the future. But if you are always practicing delay gratification, that turns into deny gratification. That means that somebody else is going to enjoy the fruit of your labor. So that's why we need to learn how to cash out, how to take some profits when we are young and don't wait until we are 60 or 80 to start traveling and having a life. I can tell you this, learning how to reward yourself is mandatory. Some people don't know how to do it. Some people believe that rewarding yourself is paying other people to enjoy. No, no. What is good for you? What is good for your health? I just want to give you some ideas. For example, you can reward yourself by buying good food, good quality food, by going to a nice gym, a nice club, uh, spending time with your friends. Rewarding yourself is also learning that whenever you know you start getting older, you need to work a little bit less, and that extra time can be allocated to spend time with your friends and family. So that's why you need to learn how to reward yourself, but you need to do it in a smart way. The next one is we need to age with dignity. And this is going to be fun. But before, friendly reminder, if you want to work with me, you can go to más 51 98 90 23 986. 
That's my personal WhatsApp. I reply all the messages. So if you want to join Inglés para Cholos or if you want to buy my supplements, you can go to my WhatsApp. Mature men competing with kids is, uh, is embarrassing, you know? A man that is 40 competing with a man that is 20 is, doesn't make sense. He is already old as fuck. When I see old men trying to race, correr el auto, no? They want to race the car. And it's, oh, I'm faster than that kid. Yes, because your car is more expensive. And you can afford a more expensive car because you are older. So that is not a way to compete. I see friends that they are almost 40, that they keep going to clubs and they are trying to have like a crazy life, competing with the young kids. You are already 40. You need to settle down. You need to adapt to the phase of your life. And that doesn't mean living less. That means living different. For example, long time ago, I used to have six women per week. From Monday to, I mean, from Monday to Sunday, but Saturday. Saturday was the only day that I didn't go out with a woman. But then the rest of the days, I will always have a different woman. Now I only have three women per week. And you know the difference is that now I have more time for family and friends. Before it was just sex all the time. Now I have time for good relations with my family and with my friends. The other was the gym. I used to go to the gym and lift uh, 260 kilos in deadlift. Now I only do 200 kilos. Why? Because I want to protect my back for injuries. I don't want to wait until I have a terrible injury that I have to stop working out like many of my friends. So adapting to you, the new phase of your life is not living less, it's totally the opposite. It's living better the thing that you are better suited for in that moment. And also, if you are close to your 40s, I will say since you are in your 30s, finding a strong mission is necessary. What happens is that when we are young, we are selfish. And being selfish is part of the way that we preserve ourselves. If a person is not selfish when they are young, it's very unlikely that they can protect their self. So, but when you start to age, when you are in your late 20s and 30s, you need to start fixing society problems. And if you don't do it, the crisis, the age crisis is going to hit you harder because you feel that you don't have a purpose in your life. This is going to be fun, but yesterday I was at the gym and there was a young girl. Oh, I mean, she's young. She's like 19 years old. And she approached to me, she told me, Uncle Balta, I follow your podcast. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And she asked me, Uncle Balta, what is your purpose of life? And I replied, selling steroids. What is yours? And she told me, my purpose of life is helping other people to find their purpose of life. And that was funny, you know, but, but you get the point. People need to find the thing that they are good for. And it's understandable that maybe a young person don't know it yet, But if you are in your 30s, and even worse, if you are in your 40s, you should know it. And something extra here, before jumping to the next tip, is that playing the longevity game is necessary. Longevity doesn't mean to live forever, even though we are going to check that later. But longevity means that if you are in your 40s, you cannot keep killing yourself as before, because that means that your 50s are going to be worse, and your 60s are going to be exponentially worse. So we need to pay attention. I would say... The party time should last just until you are 25, honestly. That thing of expanding the teenager's years until you are 35 or even 40 is too much. Let's go to the next one. That is, gather with people that share your values. What happened is that why men love to have like women that are hot, 
like boosty women or big ass women. They love that because they want sexual trophies. They don't want a sexual trophy because they are going to enjoy the sexual trophy every day. When you date a woman, when you date an algona, eventually you get used to the algona. You guys, even, I mean, you can have the biggest algona that you can imagine. And eventually, yes, you already have that woman. The reason why men want sexual trophies is because they want social validation. They want their friends to say, oh, yes, he's dating an algona. But when you start to age, you realize that that is not going to give you quality of life. That is living for somebody else. That is living for likes. That is living for, for recognition for other people. We need to find if we are going to partner up, if we are going to settle down with someone, we need to find someone who share our values, someone who, if it's possible, share our hobbies, and someone who have complementary skills. You don't want to, to find a clone of yours, right? You don't like jerking yourself off, no. You want to date someone that together can do something big. So I would say stop looking for sexual trophies. Of course, don't date like an ugly bitch, right? <laughs> but, but you get the point. Try to date someone that is not just a big ass and a nice pair of boobs. And the last thing that I would like to include on this podcast is that, um, and you know why I'm doing this podcast? Because my last three or four people who receive coaching for myself, they came with this problem. They told me they have some business problem or they were coming for personal brand development. And at the end was not other than a middle-aged crisis what they had. So that's why I'm doing this podcast, so maybe I can help more people. But the last thing I would like to mention here is forget about the YOLO mentality. YOLO, you know, you only live once. Forget about the YOLO mentality and switch to the Judy mentality. What is the Judy mentality? It's you die every day. Imagine that you are going to die at the end of every day. You will live your life in a more relaxed way. For example, just to, to give you an idea. Let's say that you like a woman. You will tell her that you feel something for her if you know that you're going to die today. That's why, remember back then, in the university time, people used to wait until the last day of classes to confess their love to their beloved person. So, always try to live that you are going to die that day. Of course, don't kill other person, but enjoy, explore the life as much as you can. If you feel that you are going to die every day, when you go to sleep, there is no stress, right? Because the next day is not going to happen. And that will allow you to sleep in a deeper level. You will have a better quality of sleep. This thing that I'm talking about is called momentum mori. That is, remember you are going to die. When you apply momentum mori to your life, when you believe you are going to die every day, life becomes easier to handle. And also, uh, obsessed with being a net positive. I would say that life, we all make mistakes. And with this cancel culture, society is trying to make us believe that any mistake is the last thing that we can do. You know? That makes us feel more scared. And the more worried that you are about making a mistake, the more mistakes you will do. So society, media is trying to push us this uh, fear culture that a mistake can be the last thing that you do in life. And uh, We should care less, you know. We should give less a fuck of unimportant things and just focus and try to be a net positive do the best that we can every day try to do something extra that can help society in something so that is basically what i wanted to to share with you today and if we want to include something before wrapping this podcast is that understanding that 
the crisis will happen anyway. Even if you plan for them, they will happen. But at least we can get prepared for them. At least if, at least if we know that we're going to have like a 30 years old crisis or a 40 years old crisis, at least try to plan the crisis so we can make it family friendly. If you are a, a married man, si estás casado, you don't want to have a crisis that you are going to date like a lot of young women, right? At least maybe just date one or two, but keep it quiet. Keep it friendly for your family. Don't distract your attention from your kids, from your wife. And more importantly, don't fuck your health. Your health is your most important resource that you have. Without health, you cannot help other people. And well, the last thing is that... Um, Thinking about immortality also is important. There are two ways, there are three ways to accomplish immortality. One is by having kids. The second is by creating masterpieces of art that will keep your legacy in the future. And the third is something that is called bio-hacking, bio, uh, bio-life hacking. Some people are trying to expand the years of their life to become immortal. So far, it's not, it's not possible yet, but some people believe that in the next decades, maybe it's going to be possible. So there is a high chance that we, in my case, we are going to be the last generation to die. And that is fucked up. But <laughs> that's why they say, try to preserve your life as much as you can, because maybe in 10 years or 20 years, this technology is going to be available. So you want to live as much as possible, or at least that is my case. You know, I don't want to die, honestly. I want to keep enjoying this beautiful life. I hope you like this podcast. Remember, if you have a friend that has a middle-aged crisis, remember to spread the word to send them to, to this podcast. And if you want to contact me, you can go to my personal WhatsApp, más 51 9890 23 986.